0: Welcome to the Franchise Show 247 podcast, the home of franchising news and advice. Listen as we chat to industry leaders about the topics that are facing franchisees today and discover more about the world of franchising. So welcome to Franchise Show 247. I'm Kate Bateman. And today I'm going from Graham from EcoMiss.
1: So, how are you, Graham? I'm fantastic, Katie. It's, uh, it's exciting times for us.
0: Oh, tell me more. Tell me more.
1: Yeah, well, uh, as a brand, uh, we've been operating since about 2012 and we're in the infection control space. So, uh, people automatically think that the pandemic was what made us the brand that we are today. But in fact, We've been conducting R&D since 2012 and we've had fully fledged systems in place since but for sale and, and in use in, in businesses throughout the UK and internationally since about 2017. Uh, our biggest success initially was to install uh, dry misting systems into ambulances. And if you think about it logically, if you've ever been in an ambulance, You've got no idea what the person before you had wrong with them. And they could have been highly infected, but you wouldn't know that. The ambulance people themselves might not know because they've taken them to hospital to find out what's wrong with them. So it seems logical then we should have a system that decontaminates the ambulance in between patient journeys. And that's what we developed as a company quite early on. Uh, And we're fortunate enough to win a big order uh, to a Portuguese ambulance manufacturer spread over five years, so we're still finalising that, that particular first order. And that gave the company its stability, allowed us to do more RMD into the company, develop new products, uh, new solutions for infection control. And then that crazy thing called the pandemic came along, which uh, turned our business into our, uh, the, the new stratosphere. Uh, and during that time, we had to make a decision. How do we service this business? Do we try and do it ourselves? Or do we work through franchisees or distributors? So it was at that point we said, look, uh, as a a brand, we prefer to do a distribution model because the upfront costs of getting started as a distributor are lower, of course, because you don't have a startup fee as such. Yes, you have a little bit of stock to buy, otherwise you can't show your products. But other than that, it's a very low cost entry and the second thing is distributors typically don't have to pay ongoing royalties. So again, I, I've been in franchising a long time as it turns out, over 25 years. Uh, and we chose this model for the reasons I've just said. So that's kind of how we've got to where we are on a little journey. Oh, wow. <laughs> and,
0: and so how's the last, um, the last year, 18 months, how's it been for you? And um, you know, what have you had any challenges, or you know, is it just been trying to keep up with everything in terms of you know your, your model model, how you're you know producing that across uh, the UK and globally?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's been a real challenge. Anything, so we had to uh, scale up and move into bigger premises. We mechanized more, and so we added to our equipment to speed up production and, and uh, streamline it a bit. And at the same time, we were dealing with customer inquiries for product and also demand for distribution, distributor uh, business for new distrib- distributors, uh, which all needs to be kept under control. There's legal documents to be done, there's training, there's uh, all sorts of things. And we had to cope with improving the Efficiency of some of the equipment because it wasn't designed to be run eight hours a day, and yet people were trying to run our systems for long periods at a time to uh, sanitize their workplaces or or their nursing homes or even their vehicles. So, massive challenges, but I think we've coped pretty well. Yeah, no,
0: exactly. It's exciting because this is new technology and that that you've now evolved, and obviously, you know, with COVID, etc. You know, those, those things that we never probably thought about years ago are actually so important now. Um, and and like I never even thought about it before. From one patient going into an ambulance and then going out again, like that, that you know, with COVID, etc. No one thinks about that before the pandemic. But now, obviously, it's everyone's uh, front of their mind. So, um, yeah, you know, really interesting stuff.
1: Well, on the back of that, actually, as I said, we work through distributors. So we have a a specific distributor in the ambulance sector in the UK who won the contract to build the mobile COVID-19 test centres across the UK in which they've been using our misting systems and sanitiser in between patients going in for the test with a little swab up the nose and the back of the throat. Mm. So um, that was massive for us because obviously people... You don't know if the person before you in the room you're about to go into has had COVID. That they're there thinking they might have it. So, if you don't sanitize the air and the surfaces, you've only done half of the job. So you have to sanitize the air because COVID, like many other viruses, is transmitted through the air. So really important that you've got a, in our case a non-toxic sanitizer because you don't want to poison the next person coming in. So it, the Things fail in the right order for us in that respect. Uh, mm. And even today, there's, you know, something like 40,000 new cases a day and people think it's over, mm. but it isn't, you know. But it's not just COVID because no, you've got exactly. other, yeah. other, other viruses like norovirus or polio mm. or TB yeah. or even influenza that are there every year and people wonder why they catch them and that's the reason. Yeah. The air and the surfaces aren't sanitised properly. So it's a massive opportunity for our distributors to not just work in the healthcare sector, but in the food sector, hospitality, schools, Mm -hmm. even vehicles. We've got one guy who's uh, talking quite a bit to one of the big vehicle renters, because clearly if you rent a vehicle, the next person coming in wants it to be sanitized. So if you just apply your mind and open your your contact book, we've all got people we could tap on the shoulder and say, we've got a product that could help you here. Even if it's just return to work scenario, yeah,
0: because no, again
1: no. we are sitting at home here.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're all sitting at home on Zoom still. So and, and but also, you know, people are, you know, uh, they're very anxious about going back into the office. So whether their 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 companies allowing them to kind of work from home or in the office or swap or getting them all back into the office, you know, I think with what you're doing. We obviously spoke about the ambulances, but actually, it can be applied to any sector where you know people come in and they're swapping and changing all the time. So it's it's such a versatile product, um, and you know, and like you said, it's we're all talking about COVID, but it's it's that's not that's just one of the points to it. Uh, there's sure. Many other things that you know that, that you know that needs to be addressed and uh, and and get that safety kind of place. Um, in yeah, vehicles, et cetera, like you just mentioned. Um, obviously, you've had a wealth of uh, experience through, uh, in the franchising industry. What what advice would you give somebody that was looking to get uh, you know get into the franchising sector and and kind of look at the opportunities out there? Where would where what was the what would be the first thing that you'd recommend them to do?
1: I think research is the first thing. Uh, and I'm going to qualify that a little bit. There's lots of slick companies out there who can provide you with very flash and nice brochures, um, and you should definitely gather what you can about the company, but most importantly, talk to the franchisees because they've gone on the journey you're about to go on. So uh, ask the franchisor, or in our case, the, the, the manufacturer, for contact details for the distributors or their franchisees and give them a call, ask them very pointed questions. What's it like? What's the service like? What's the pricing like? Uh, What's the market performing like? All of the questions you would want to know, is this a genuine and and long-term opportunity? Uh, So that's the first point. Second thing is get to know your franchisor, or in our case, as I say, the manufacturer. You might not like them. So why would you put your money behind a concept where you're not happy? Especially if it's your first self-employed venture. You've got lots to choose from. So don't do something you're going to regret for the rest of your life or you're going to hate doing for the next five years because typically it's a five-year agreement with most franchisors and the, the lower levels anyway. So make sure it's something you really want to do. Does it excite you getting up in a cold February morning to do what you're about to do? Yeah, exactly. If it does, you're probably in the right place. It might be something you've always dreamed about, but never thought it would be possible because those jobs weren't in the paper. Uh, But these days, there's a franchise for nearly everything. But you want a long-term opportunity, somewhere that you can make a career out of it. And with a business that you can sell on in the future and realize a return for your efforts. So um, just make sure you like the franchise or that's as much as anything. they are going to be holding your hand uh, for a bit of the time, at least. So make it somebody you can trust and, and you can get on with.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and in terms of, um, uh, you know, do you have a, a criteria for the people that you're, um, you know, that looking to, to get on board and, you know, like your franchising, you know, and, and recruitment, is there a certain, like, calibre of people or is it, you know, can it be applied to anyone if they want to get into the industry at, or if they've got a passion behind the cleaning and
1: sanitising area. Yeah, you just about took the words out of my mouth. That passion's there, what is important. But this we're a little bit unusual in the respect that um, this can be an add on to an existing business. So it may be a cleaning business today that doesn't carry out sanitising as such. They do regular cleaning in offices, but they don't know how to sanitise the air or how to uh, kill certain types of pathogen or germ if you want to call it that so there's a little bit of science and technology behind it but at the same time if it's an individual trying to carve out a role for themselves the same thing it's that passion and importantly what contacts do you have so i'm 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 looking into your black book because you have met people all over the course of your working career these are people who can give you an easy leg up if you're just starting out your own business but we'll give you the products and the systems that will do the job perfectly. But what, you, what I can't give you are the names and addresses and phone numbers of the people who want to spend the money with you. Yet we all have the same need. We all need our businesses and our cars and our homes to be properly sanitized. And we will reduce infections and we'll reduce misery for people. Uh, there's people every year go off, you know, with avoidable illnesses simply because they're touching uh, contaminated surfaces that they don't know about because you can't see it, yeah. or they're breathing in contaminated air and they wonder why they left that restaurant and they were a bit ill the next day. And it might be just simply ignorance on behalf of the restaurant, they don't know the right uh, products to use and they don't have an air sanitizing system, for example. So there's there's a lot of doing good in this business if yeah. you know what you're doing
0: yeah and 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 i've just it's just come to my head you know public transport you know there's thousands and thousands of people in and out of you know the tube and you know the tube is so busy at times it's unbelievable yeah. and you know the amount of times that you know you go to london and you don't feel you know you feel groggy the next day well you don't know what you know you've been sitting down at a chair you've been touching the table you've been going down the escalators And you think all that comes into play and that's just you know that's just public transport so
1: yep.
0: you know and then there's you know millions of people here there and everywhere and, and I think particularly now that people have stopped working from home and they're venturing back into town um you know going to offices and stuff you know these things these like um uh, you know procedures etc needs to be actions in order to keep people safe so Yeah,
1: if I could give people one little tip. We have products like this little thing. This just goes in your bag. It's a little hand sanitizer, but there's no alcohol in it. So there's no risk of it going on fire or anything. The chemical we make in there is the same chemical the human body makes when we have an infection, so it can't be harmful to us. And it's effective against uh, I'm careful how I use the words here. So take this in inverted commas against all types of germs. And so Not all sanitizers are the same. Alcohol sanitizer, which is recommended by the government for use on your hands, they say it should have between 60 and 80% alcohol content. Yet alcohol doesn't kill spores. And spores are those little things you breathe in that that get into your lungs and make you really sick. So why is that the the sanitizer of choice? It beggars the question. It shouldn't be. And why are we using toxic products to try and kill toxic diseases. Surely we should use environmentally friendly, safe products that we make in our own body anyway. So we synthesize this. So, you know, we're thinking of the planet and we're thinking of the impact of the cure shouldn't be worse than the disease. So, but carry that with you. Make sure you do your hand regularly. In out, spray little areas. And this only takes 30 seconds to kill 99.9999% of what's on the surface.
0: Um, and I think that's a great point as well, you know, looking after, uh, you know, climate change and everything like that, you know, it's a really important topic. And I think if everyone's doing their bit, you know, a franchise show, 247 Community Platform, you know, we are a virtual platform that is available 24-7. Um, so people don't have to travel to a physical exhibition. They, don't, you know, also transport, hotel costs, all that. know we're trying to help and just kind of you know not take away anything from the physical exhibitions but there is also a place that you can access information and exhibitors to showcase what they do the opportunities they have franchise advice support business services etc so as a community platform we're building that all together um and uh, you know and it's uh it's great you know you know providing exposure and brand awareness to opportunities um and, you know the people that they they might not have seen before and it's all in one place um but you can obviously uh amend your content whenever you want so you know i'm um really looking forward to seeing more content on your virtual space really interested um about this whole concept and this whole opportunity so um yeah you know seminars and blogs i'm going to be waiting uh, as soon as you send them in i'm going to be then reading and watching them graham so um Good. I mean, today where the, you know the time's just flown for us I mean we could talk all day um, so thank you so much um, really interesting to see what you're doing and and also the passion behind you know what you're doing you can see that in, in your face and then, and from your voice as well that you're you know you've got that behind you so um, you know for, for me and the listeners um, thank you very much for today and um, anyone wants to check out even more information go to the uh, virtual space and, uh, and get in contact with Graham.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Katie. Been much that's obliged.
0: No, that's no problem at all. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Franchise Show 247. For more information, please visit www.franchiseshow247.com. Want to feature in a future episode of the Franchise Show 247 podcast? Click on the link in the bio to find out how you can get involved.